Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscriber at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. You get a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com. You get three magazines mailed to you before they hit newsstands, including our legendary summer edition. And you get a year of access to Dave Campbell's Texan Live, our streaming service where you can watch thousands of live Texas high school events, including hundreds of live Texas high school football games. It's all part of a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscription. Get your today at texasfootball.com slash subscribe. Get on up with Dark and Bold from Community Coffee. Look for it at your local grocery or communitycoffee.com. Hi, I'm Jennifer Potter, Executive Director of Be Well Texas. Too many people are struggling alone these days and alcohol and drug deaths are increasing. We started Be Well Texas to offer high quality, science-based addiction treatment and recovery services anywhere, virtually or in person. In many cases, there is no cost for treatment or medications if you don't have insurance, really. Welcome to Be Well Texas. We're glad you're here. Visit BeWellTexas.org. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by BCR Now. Are you looking for an opportunity to captivate and enhance the experience of those who visit your stadium, arena, house of worship, or business? VCR Now can help you achieve that goal with a total experience. VCR Now is a technology organization that can fulfill your LED, audio, video, lighting, networking, security, and infrastructure dreams. Visit vcrnow.com to learn more. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on texasfootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a program on the internet. My name's Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all of the places, or you'll listen to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She is the Duchess of the Dorks, and even though it's freezing outside, she's got the guns out. She's Ashley Pickle. Dude, this is the best of both worlds. It's a sweater, so it keeps you warm, but you also get to show off the cannons. Wow. I've I have figured out life. That's I mean that, that feels like the that feels like I don't want to tell you how to do fashion, but that feels like the the equivalent of shorts and a hoodie, which you know is is God's outfit. Yes, it this is this is the best article of clothing I've ever bought. Wow. Shout out you. Thanks. Shout out you. I'm trying to win at life. Today. Today I'm winning at life. <laughs> today is Tuesday, October 3rd, 2023, 51 days to Thanksgiving. Happy birthday oh. to Hank and Max's Uncle Jeff. I was really confused for a second. I was like, I know when both of your sons' birthdays are. No. Or not today. No. Or on the same day. Uncle Jeff, my younger brother. Let's go. Happy birthday, Jeff. Today's his birthday. That's my, that's my Facebook friend. Oh, you guys are Facebook friends? I'm fairly, I'm 99% positive. I think so. I think I'm Facebook friends I've with my brother. 
Uh, yeah, you have met him. The WrestleMania. At WrestleMania. He came to WrestleMania. That's right. Um, I think he might spend, this is true, I think he might spend part of his birthday coming to Hank's baseball game tonight. Oh, that rules. So, Shout out Uncle Jeff. Happy birthday, Uncle Jeff. It's episode uh, 51 Days Till Thanksgiving, I think I said that, episode 1,663. On today's show, folks, we're going to talk a little Aggie football. going to talk with our friend Jay Arnold of Aggie Warpod uh, about all things A&M as they head into a, uh, a quite large game as Alabama comes calling to College Station to take on the fighting Texas A&M Aggies. Um, so we will talk with Jay Arnold coming up here in just a moment. And then back half the show, we'll be joined by the Hall of Famer Craig Way, uh, as uh, we always are here on Tuesday. We'll talk with him. Talk with him about all things Texas high school football. We'll round it all out with the Dave Campbell's Texan Live Top 10 Plays of the Week, which once again have outdone themselves. So make sure you stick around for all that. Do we have first four through the door? Sure do. Big Jiggly Water Balloons. Tony Blaylock, Ed McElroy, and Daniel Agnew. Welcome in, fellas. Just, just, what, what is possibly better? Nothing. I uh, want to remind you to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscriber at texasfootball.com slash subscribe. You get three magazines, including our legendary summer edition and Dave Campbell's Texas Football Rising, our recruiting edition, which we're working on right now. Uh, we're going to get in. Uh, you'll get that. Plus, you get a year of exclusive online content at texasfootball.com, including a new episode of Tap and Step, which dropped last night. And you get uh, a year of Dave Campbell's Texan Live. So if you want to watch high school football games and high school events throughout the course of the year, but for now we'll focus the copy points on high school football games, you can go to Dave Campbell's uh, Texan, uh, Dave Campbell's Texan Live uh, with a subscription uh, from Dave Campbell's Texas Football, texasfootball.com slash subscribe. Pickle, there are a number of large college football contests coming up this weekend. It's big college football week. One of them is going down in College Station as the Alabama Crimson Tide will come calling to play the Texas A&M Aggies. And here to talk about it is our Texas A&M insider, the co-host of Aggie Warpod on the Dave Campbell's Republic of Football Podcast Network. It is our friend, Jay Arnold. Jay, what is up? Hey, how's it going, y'all? Uh, happy to be on. Obviously, a, a big weekend coming up. How are y'all doing? We're doing great. We're doing great. Uh, how are Aggies doing right now? Because it feels like it's been a <laughs> let's it's do been a temperature a, check. It's, let's yeah, let's do a heat check on the ag on the on the Aggie kind of uh, the twelfth man writ large. What, what what's the what's the heat check on on Aggies right now? I think manic would be a good way to describe <laughs> the uh, the fan base at the moment. Uh, honestly, I mean, obviously after the Miami game, uh, a lot of a lot of strong feelings negatively, uh, and then all of a sudden the defense really starts showing up against Auburn and Arkansas, and now you have a whole bunch of mixed emotions. And AM has a chance to take the outright lead in the SEC West with a victory over Alabama. And uh, there are a lot of folks that are hopeful and a lot of folks that uh, are, are realizing that Nick Saban with his back against the wall is, is perhaps not the uh, not the most uh, friendly animal to corner. Um, you mentioned the Miami game because I think that the, obviously that's the, the, the most high profile game that A&M's played so far and it didn't it didn't go particularly well. But since then, the A&M has been really good and really kind of dominant over over the course of the last three games 
albeit not against teams as good as Miami. From your perspective, what what has changed? What's the, the biggest or the few biggest things that have changed since that Miami game? I think the biggest change that I've noticed, at least, is the aggression from the defensive lineup front. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it seems like DJ Durkin has kind of taken off the uh, training harness and let those guys get after it. Uh, and it's been beneficial. I mean, you look at what AM has done against Auburn and Arkansas these last two weeks. 30 tackles for loss over two games is just an incredible turnaround from from what AM had had. Uh, obviously, last year, AM really struggled to rush the passer, and, and now you've had a plethora of sacks against Auburn and Arkansas as well. Uh, and, and you're kind of finally starting to see the uh, results from that recruiting class that, that came in and, and was uh, highly touted, especially on the defensive line. Uh Obviously, there's still some concerns in the back end, but when you're able to, to pressure uh, the quarterback as much as the defensive line has these past two weeks, uh, it, it helps make up for some of those issues. Uh, the other big question, talking with Jay Arnold of Aggie Warpod of the Republic of Football Podcast Network here on Texas Football Today. The other question is obviously under center. Uh, Connor Wigman uh, is injured and out for the year, which objectively sucks. Um, uh, Max Johnson uh, kind of thrust into the starting role. I thought he finished the game against uh, the, the the game against Auburn pretty well, uh, and then I thought that he was pretty good against against Arkansas. Uh, from your perspective, as a guy who who's watched this closely and who obviously has a great familiarity with with Max Johnson as a kind of once and future starter, um, what have you seen from Max Johnson that has you? either encouraged or discouraged heading into not only Alabama, but the rest of the season. Yeah. And and look, when we came into the season uh, with Wegman as a starter, I think I felt a little bit more comfortable knowing that Max Johnson was available as a backup, Mm. right? Like as far as backup quarterback situations go, A&M, I felt like had one of the better ones in the country. Uh, There are some things that, that Max maybe doesn't do as well as Connor. Uh, you know, one of the things that we noticed against Arkansas is uh, there was a couple of fumbles. And uh, part of that is is Max Johnson maybe uh, maybe being a little bit too aggressive with his running. Uh, there's a couple of times where I found myself screaming for him to get down and, and slide. But uh, he's a tough guy, wants to get those extra yards, uh, just needs to protect the ball a little bit better. Obviously, there was a pick six that Arkansas was able to capitalize on. Uh, you can't have turnovers like that against Alabama and expect to win. So that's that's concerning side of it. The the positive side of it is the weapons around him are so good, and, and, and he's done a good job of of throwing the ball for the most part. That uh, getting getting the balls to the the ball to those weapons, uh, you know. And, and we talked about it earlier in the year with Bob Petrino's feed the studs philosophy. Uh, you have a receiver like Evan Stewart who is is he wows me every week with some of the plays he's able to make, and uh, getting the ball to him is is something that Max Johnson seems to do well. Uh, and then the uh, perhaps the brotherly bond with his uh, brother Jake Johnson at tight end seems to have been beneficial as well because uh, Jake Johnson has had a, a pretty good performance the last two weeks uh, in his own right. Uh, on the offensive side, you know, you mentioned the uh, the guys like Evan Stewart. I don't think. You know, it's been really fun to watch, as you mentioned, but I don't know if there's necessarily anybody who's shocked that Evan Stewart is playing at an all-SEC caliber level. Uh, he's, he's you know, really good, and, and I think that was, that was something that A&M fans were really excited about. Is there somebody on the offensive side that has been a, a, a pleasant surprise, somebody that you didn't necessarily see coming that suddenly you look up and you're like, oh, that's, that's a guy that 
I like when he when when he's involved. Yeah, these last two weeks in particular, it's been Le'Veon Moss, uh, who has been just instrumental in getting the run game going. Uh, he's a guy that runs really angry, uh, kind of wants to inflict the hit instead of being the one taking the hit. And I think you've seen it sh- uh, shown off against both Auburn and uh, Arkansas. And, you know, he's a guy that keeps his legs churning. And, and even when he gets contacted uh, behind the line of scrimmage, it seems like he's always falling forward or uh, breaking tackles. And and getting that run game going is, is just going to be even more beneficial for Max Johnson and getting his uh, confidence going. So Le'Veon Moss has been a, a, a real pleasant surprise for me, especially these last two weeks. Uh, 2.30 p.m. on CBS. Uh, it will be the Texas A&M Aggies welcoming in the Alabama Crimson Tide. Um, this is obviously, I don't, I don't need to sell anybody on the importance of this game, uh, but especially with uh, at least the catbird seat of the SEC West hanging in the balance, uh, it certainly has a, an even bigger uh, bit of resonance to this game. I am, I'm interested in what you are going to be watching for in this game. Uh, you know, what, what are you keeping an eye on in this game that will need to happen if the Aggies are going to have a, a fun day on Saturday? It's maintaining that level of aggressive play from the defensive line. Uh, if the defensive line is able to get after uh, Melrose and, and pressure him, uh, I think A&M has a really good shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Melrose is... I think he's made strides as a passer. I think he's still a little bit underrated in that aspect, especially in the deep ball. I mean, he can hit the deep ball for sure, and that's an area where A&M has struggled in coverage. Uh, But I do think he struggles a little bit more with the intermediate stuff. Uh, I think he's made improvements there, but it's still an area where A&M can perhaps force some errors and get some turnovers. Uh, That will depend on the defensive line getting after Monroe. And it's this fine balance between keeping him in the pocket uh, and, and still getting pressure because uh, you obviously don't want Milro to get outside, break contain. Uh, A&M has faced mobile quarterbacks in the past two weeks, but I think Milro is just a, a step above as far as quickness, uh, which makes it a handful to, to kind of keep him from gashing you. Uh, with that being said, I do think if A&M is able to, to – get a lead early and force Alabama into a situation where they have to play from behind and hit some more of those intermediate routes as opposed to taking deep shots or, or focusing on the run, A&M has a really good shot. And again, this all comes down to the defensive line versus Melrose. He's Jay Arnold. You can hear his fine work alongside Mike Craven on Aggie Warpod on the Dave Campbell's Republic of Football Podcast Network. Uh, Jay, appreciate your time. Enjoy the game on Saturday. Don't stress too much. It's supposed to be fun. And, uh, and, and we'll, we'll I, I will. I will make no promises. <laughs> That's fair. I, I can. I, I can appreciate that. Thanks, Jay. Thank y'all. There he goes, Jay Arnold, the Aggie Warpod, the Republic of Football Podcast Network. Good listen. Mike Craven and Jay Arnold, former Aggie defensive lineman himself, so he knows a little bit about defensive line. I'm not, he is, to be clear, he is right that, like, I do think the difference for A&M has been on the defensive line. Oh, yeah. Also, he's biased. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because he's a defensive lineman, and I know that he's, like, he's got, like, such a, like, a like a real, like, laser eye on, on right. how they're playing. But that being said, when it actually is the correct issue and they're fixing it, he's like the Leonardo DiCaprio meme where he's sitting there in the recliner pointing at the TV like this. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Uh, anyway. Uh, it is Jay Arnold of the Aggie War Pod. Uh, go listen to that on the Republic of Football Podcast Network. We appreciate his time. We're Texas Football today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com. 
Talking Football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Coming up here in just a moment, we'll talk with the voice of the Longhorns, which is just exactly what you do whenever you're done talking A&M football. Snip, snap, snip, snap. <laughs> yeah. We, we're a balanced show here. It's Correct. really what we, we aim for. Uh, we'll talk with Craig Way about uh, maybe some Longhorns football, but especially Texas high school football. But first, a word from these valued goods and services. Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas loves doing business with fellow Texans. VCR now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR now makes sure to listen to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business, and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support, VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. I'm Jennifer Potter, Executive Director of Be Well Texas. Too many people are struggling alone these days and alcohol and drug deaths are increasing. We started Be Well Texas to offer high quality, science-based addiction treatment and recovery services anywhere, even at home. We provide compassionate, caring support virtually or in person. In many cases, there is no cost for treatment if you don't have insurance, really. Welcome to Be Well Texas, we're glad you're here. Pickle, let's go to the hotline. The man that I trust to keep his uh, pickup truck well lubed and well accounted for, well maintained. Let's go to the hotline and joined by the Texas High School Football Hall of Famer, our friend Craig Way. Craig, is that true? Can I trust you to keep your truck running in tip-top condition? Even as we speak, I'm watching them pour 5W30 weight into my truck here at the oil change place. So absolutely, you can depend on that. Actually, that's a decent question. How how many miles do you put on your truck each oh year? Yeah. Do you have do you have like an an an, an, an a broad estimate? Number. Uh, I think now, um, the, the, over last year, it was split over a couple of trucks. 
and there was a vacation drive to North Carolina in it. So if you remove that, because that's about uh, 6,000 miles round trip, counting all the driving on vacation. So if you pull that out, it's probably in the neighborhood of 180,000 miles. God, Good Lord. Oh, okay. That's I'm a lot of oil pulled, changes. Glad we pulled out the 6,000 miles. I really was going to keep it from being a shocking number. <laughs> um, uh, it's Craig Way, the Texas High School Football Hall of Famer, joins us here on Texas Football Today. All right. So last week, Matt Stepp and I called uh, the, the, the week six of the Texas high school ball season with a lot of open dates and things like that. We called it the bag of cereal week because you're not getting the brand name. You got to go down and get the bag of cereal, uh, and, but it's, it's still good for you. Um, how do you, f- like, w- when you take a look back at week six of the Texas high school football season, knowing that it was a lighter slate and knowing that maybe there weren't as many showcase matchups, uh, did you have any broad takeaways from last week's uh, action? I really filled up on the store brand Cocoa Puffs. I really <laughs> did. I, You know, I, th- I thought there was enough of what we saw from uh, – Columbus, Madisonville, and and some of the other the other big ones that we saw. I, obviously, uh, the the big six man game between Abbott and Borden County, and there were some others. So there were there were enough, I think, quality choices to carry the meal, even if you didn't have frontline cocoa puffs or or cocoa krispies they're carrying the breakfast for you uh so now we are into district play we're really across the entire state it, it's you gotta really you gotta hunt to find games that aren't uh in in district play um early and, and there's some teams a, a number of districts that have already started play are there any districts across the state that you are keeping a particular eye on either because of uh, bracketing implications or simply because they're already uh, cutting the brakes and things are getting wild? Are there any districts across the state that have your, your attention in particular? Well, I think we we mentioned this last week on the program when you and I were doing the uh, you know kid the keys left to the kingdom and nobody uh, you know minding the store with us. Uh, we talked about 196A and 256A and the similarities, but I still think it's it's very early returns on those precincts. We're going to wait. We'll get a better indication of in 256A here in the greater Austin area what Vandegrift's fate may be. Uh, this week's Westwood Vista Ridge game I think goes a long way toward pushing that one way or the other. And then in uh, 196A, like you said, it's just a flat-out mess right now below Katie down there. So we're gonna, we'll, we'll have to kind of keep a close watch on what's going on with those two districts. Having said that, I've got my eye on one. Uh, I'm a little intrigued by Highland Park Berkner. Mm-hmm. What with uh, Berkner beating Lake Highlands, a Lake Highlands team to beat Highland Park. So, I mean, you know, just kind of keeping an eye on that and, and some other – uh, lower classifications as well. But that, that would be kind of a, a, a cross-section, you might say. I'll give you another district that, that caught my eye, and, okay. and I can't quit looking at it, and it's basically because of what happened last week, uh, and that is uh, 13-5A Division Two. This is the kind of Austin area, like Liberty Hill uh, type uh, uh, looped in there, as well as well, San Antonio Veterans Memorial, San Antonio Piper, Kerrville Tyvee getting out in the Hill Country, kind of this weird amalgamation of Central, greater Central Texas powers. Um, 
and it did feel like maybe we'd figured things out when, you know, Kerrville Tyvee takes down Liberty Hill. Liberty Hill, okay, maybe this is just isn't their year. But then Kerrville uh, Tyvee goes and, and loses to Bastrop. That is a district in 13-5A Division Two that I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around. And it does feel like there's always one or two of those districts every year where just chaos reigns and we're going to have to sort out the tie. We know right now, five weeks before brackets come out, that we're going to need to have the tiebreaker abacus ready. Yeah, and that, and it happened in that exact same district two years ago, remember. They had all kinds of crazy things happening in that district right toward the end. So it wouldn't surprise me. Bastrop has shown some things early, and then they've taken a smack or two. Mm-hmm. But but I still think they can be a player in this deal. Obviously, the key players, Tyvee and Liberty Hill, those, those ones are going to have to be reckoned with. But you're right. I, I think this comes down to uh, weeks 10 and 11, the final two weeks of the regular season. And, yes, roll out the tie-breaking procedures. I think we're going to see that. But then again, nerds like you and I live for that type that's, of stuff, don't that's, we? That's exactly right. It's Craig Way, the Texas High School Hall of Famer, joining us here on Texas Football Today. Get involved with the conversation in hashtag TF Today. Okay, Craig, uh, Pickle and I had an exercise yesterday on the show, and, and I want to loop you in on this, uh, where we were trying to draw a line and a gap between teams as far as teams that are the most serious contenders and then where you would separate them from the field. In in 6A we drew we drew the the uh, we drew it after North Shore with basically Duncanville and North Shore up at the top. In 5A D1 for example, we thought it's just kind of a Lido against the field. Let me ask you a question and and I want to go down we mentioned Columbus earlier. I want to talk about 3A Division 1. Our rankings this week, Franklin, Columbus, Malakoff, Hitchcock, Winsboro, Paradise, Ed Edna, Brock, Pottsboro, and Muleshoe. Where in the world do you put that gap where you would separate these are the these are the elite elite teams and these are the teams that with the right play could certainly vault up into there, but right now you would put them in that in, in a tier below them. Who did you have third again? Uh Malikoff. Okay. And then Hitchcock. Um, and then Hitchcock? Yeah. Is that right? Yep. Uh, uh, okay. All right. Um, I, I, it, this is going to sound a little weird. I think there's a little bit of separation between two and three. Mm-hmm. I think there's a, and and then there's a little bit more separation below four. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 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 top two I think are the top two, and we're already looking toward uh, what Sweet Sixteen mm-hmm. weekend I guess if it, if it works out that way uh, for Franklin and Columbus. But but I I, I think that. There are plenty of, like you said, if it all falls right and they play right and get a break or two to make that kind of deep run in the postseason. We've seen it in this division happen in the past, so it wouldn't surprise me at all to see it again. But right now, probably those top two, Franklin and Columbus, I put them ahead of the by a large margin, but, but, but a step ahead. Uh, it's time for the meanest thing we do to one another. I'm going to be on the Craig Way Show coming up here at uh, this afternoon on uh, AM 1300 The Zone if you want to hear Craig do this to me. But it's the time where we ask uh, each other to pick one game to go to this week in Texas high school football. Craig, I'll give you three options to teleport to. You can teleport Thursday night. Nice little Thursday night affair on Dave Campbell's Texan Life uh, as a matchup of unbeatens in District 19, 21-6A rather, between Galena Park North Shore and Humble Summer Creek. You can... Head to Gilmer to Jeff Trailer Stadium for a state-ranked matchup in 4A Division Two between Pleasant Grove and Gilmer, or, and I know what you're going to say already, so why even ask it? 
you can head to Tea. you can head to Avid <laughs> for Aquila Aquila and Avid in a state ranked matchup of unbeaten's in a District Twelve One A Division One opener. Where oh where well, are you heading, Craig? Well, let, let me say this. All right, there's there's a couple of different things in mind. Choices one and two. Mm-hmm. While good choices are also choices to see, uh, I think it's uh, for for Summer Creek. It's kind of a show me type of thing uh, because unless somebody shows me differently, I don't see anybody better than North Shore other than perhaps Duncanville right now. We we just mm-hmm. talked about that. Uh, in in the case of the second game, it's two really good teams. But who are we kidding? We know who the, the you know the the big ogre at the top of that mountain is mm-hmm. in four AD two. So okay, yeah, it's a great game, but uh, can anybody knock off Carthage on down the road? Uh, in the case of three, I think Abbott is probably a clear favorite over Aquila, but there are a couple of wrinkles that make this intriguing. We don't know an awful lot about Aquila mm-hmm. uh, for them to have the kind of run that they're on. And one thing that Terry Crawford said to us last week, he said they're big and they're athletic for uh, a, a program that normally doesn't have that. So the question is, and it's one of those backyard rivalry things. So will that play into it? So that's why I'm intrigued by that, although I think Abbott certainly has the upper hand going in there. He's Craig White, he's the Texas High School Football Hall of Famer. You can hear him on uh, AM 1300 The Zone in Austin uh, every uh, every day, 2 to 4, on The Craig White Show. Then you can hear him uh, on High School Scoreboard Live Friday night alongside Aaron Hardigan and myself. And then you can hear him on the call uh, on, uh, on Longhorns Radio for Texas and Oklahoma this Saturday. Craig, appreciate your time. Thanks for taking some time out of your oil change to, uh, to chat a little high school football with us. Everybody get your oil changed. Keep your levels up. Thanks, Dad. There he goes. <laughs> Craig Wang. Bye, Craig. The Texas High School Hall of Famer and, uh, and a boom paw to the last. Uh, so we, You heard Craig. What are you gonna do? Tell Craig Way now? Go get your oil changed. I mean, he's he's got to stay on top of that if he's putting on a hundred and eighty thousand miles a year. A hundred and eighty thousand. A shocking. Like that's. I was insane. I was I was prepared for him to say like a hundred thousand. Yeah. I was prepared for him to be like a hundred thousand and be like, golly, Craig, and then he nearly doubled it. Yeah, anyway. that's. <laughs> he lo- the man loves to drive and he likes to drive fast. Too, yes. By the way. We appreciate Craig Wayne, as always. We're at Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football on the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Coming up here in just a moment, the Week 6 Dave Campbell's Texan Live Top 10 Plays of the Week. But first, let's find out who won the Ozarka Fueled by Nature Team of the Week. Dave Campbell's Texas Football, in partnership with Ozarka, is proud to honor one team from each classification with the Ozarka Fueled by Nature Team of the Week Award. The teams selected throughout the course of this program have exemplified the best in Texas high school football. Congratulations to this week's recipients of the Ozarka Fueled by Nature Team of the Week Award. We salute you. For more information, visit texasfootball.com. One last thing to do today, Schley, and that is to roll out the Dave Campbell's Texan Live Top 10 Plays of the Week. Our friends at Dave Campbell's Texan Live has gone into the vault, put together the Top 10 Plays of the Week uh, that you can watch live on Dave Campbell's Texan Live each Thursday, Friday, Saturday, 
There was a Monday night game last night. It wasn't on Texan Live. We did not have the die ball game last night. <laughs> yeah, we didn't. Sorry. But we do have dozens and dozens of Texas high school football games. And here are the top 10 plays of the week here on Texas Football Today. This one goes up the middle again. Tyler lowering the shoulder. Keith Tyler into the open field for the touchdown. Tyler's got a hat trick, his third score of the night. Third down and two. Baker has the first down and more. There goes Baker inside the 10. Slips by a tackler and scores. Hargrave looking to throw it again. Evading pressure to the far side, Holland Hargrave lofts it up. Jump ball in the end zone is caught. Touchdown, Kingwood. In the 33, second and two, here's Jet Lewis heaving it. Far side, jump ball is caught for a touchdown by Oscar Nana. A dime thrown by Jet. Jenner going to go out wide. White looking to throw on fourth down. He steps. He tucks and runs. White picks up the first down. Cuts up field and scores. With 57 seconds left, the freshman making a huge play for the Pioneers. Now at 10. Pass to throw. Left side pump fake. And picked off. A one-handed INT. Tristan Davis is out the gate and see you later. Flips it down the sidelines, got a man wide open, Reeves, one man to beat. Gets outside, there he goes. 93 yards, solo Reeves. Down, Second down at four, quick pass. Left side, hurdles a man, and touchdown Wildcats, holy cow. Well, that could be a free play here, and Brown, did he get it? Yes, touchdown to Brandon Brown. Little pitch out. Staying on his feet. Nice cutback. Now cutting up to the center of the field is Tenner. Tenner staying on his feet. Look at this run. Aaron Tenner is gone. Holy cow. 80 yards. And we're an extra point away from a tie. There it is. The Dave Campbell's Texan Live Top 10 Plays of the Week. If you want to watch plays like that live and not have to wait till Tuesday to see them. Go to, to TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscriber and get dozens and dozens of live Texas high school football games each week on your device. Go there. Do it. Let's go over to Ashley Pickle from America's second favorite segment. Final thoughts. I was going to say that fifth play in there, The uh, it was the Cy Ranch one-handed yeah, interception. Crazy. Holy cow. That was one of our spotlight games, yeah. and it was like, Oh my God! The yeah. like, I mean, he just mossed it and yeah. brought it in, and then to run it all the way back—that <laughs> that was insane. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it was a good week of game, a good week of plays in the Dave Campbell's Texan Live Top Ten Plays. Um, but if you ever want to share that with anybody, or you know one of the student athletes and want to show them that they made the top ten plays of the week, we did upload that to our YouTube page, youtube.com/slash Dave Campbell's TF. Um, so you can share that link. Go check it out.
that's going to do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Thanks to Jay Arnold of Aggie Warpod on the Dave Campbell's Republic of Football Podcast Network and the Hall of Famer Craig Way for being our guests. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please come get your Player of the Year trophy. It's down there on the floor. We're just keeping it on the floor for you. Hmm. I'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today.